You may be seated. I'd like to read for you the appointed uh, scripture. As Jesus walked alongside the Galilee Sea, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, throwing fishing nets into the sea because they were fishermen. Come, follow me, he said, and I'll show you how to fish for people. Right away, they left their nets and followed him. Continuing on, he saw another set of brothers, James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in a boat with Zebedee, their father, repairing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. If you feel that you could go home and be filled with praise of God after that choral anthem, I don't blame you. If I didn't have something to do right now, I'd feel the same way. <laughs> Thank you, choir. That was so inspiring. Pray with me. God, we are here uh, to, to worship you and to, and to hear your word. Fill us with your word that we might follow you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Jesus must have seen many fishermen and farmers and, and, and carpenters on his walk uh, through, through Capernaum and near the Galilee Sea. Do you ever wonder why, uh, or, or maybe, did he only call Peter and Andrew, James and John, and were they the only ones to follow him from, from that uh, from that lake shore, lake shore. And maybe there were others who did not follow him, but we know about these. And according to the gospel, according to John, uh, a Andrew had been a follower of John the Baptist and was one of two disciples of John who, who heard uh, John the Baptist say about Jesus, look, the Lamb of God. And then Andrew went to follow uh, Jesus and then brought along his brother, uh, Peter. Uh, according to Luke, uh, they were partners. These two sets of brothers were partners in fishing. And uh, so if, uh, if Andrew had been uh, with uh, a disciple of, of John and decided to follow, his, uh, follow Jesus, then he brought along his brother, uh, Peter, and his friends, uh, uh, James and John. The occasion of being called can can happen in any number of ways in any time of your life. I, I, I think the first time I felt called was in a sixth grade Sunday school class, and um, and uh, another time uh, about the age, same age of twelve, uh, uh, felt God calling me uh, to ministry. Um, and then when I actually my twentieth birthday. Uh, my, uh, I was at an ordination service, and I felt the call myself to ordination. 
So it can happen to you any time. Another time in, in Japan, I, I could I could fill the fill this uh, fill this time with stories of my call, but uh, it's not about me. So it, it is about us uh, together. There are some people who 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 hear the call directly from God, and others who are invited by their friends. Uh, or friends' Facebook post, or or another way of invitation, a phone call that that uh, that brings them to to church, uh, and uh, to a, to an opportunity to, to serve, uh, to worship, and to be to feel a, a full, uh, to feel uh, welcome. There are several in the community who come to our uh, Wednesday night live, who uh, and, and children's choir who are here because of such an invitation. If you know someone going through a life transition of loss, doubt, or disappointment, you, that's, that's often a time when people are seeking uh, some spiritual, uh, a solid foundation, uh, stable uh, a fellowship, an experience of loss, of fulfillment from a day job. It may motivate someone to look for a vocation that relates more closely to the central values of their life. So all of these are times in, in people's lives when they may be open to, uh, to an invitation, to a call. It's not hard these days to be discouraged by our political, legal, social, or, or, or economic systems or, or see the ravages of, of climate change and know the path that we're on is not sustainable, doesn't work for everyone. It's natural to wonder if there is a better answer to our nations and the world's future. Well, I believe that Christ gave us the answer to love God completely and love our neighbor without exception. Whether you find this in the greatest commandment or in Paul's writings or one of my favorite books of scripture, the first epistle of, of John found near the end of the Bible right before Revelation and then Jude before that. Uh, chapter 3 was, was of, of 1 John was one of John Wesley's favorite uh, chapters uh, in, the, in the Bible. Uh, chapter 4 has always been one of mine. You, you look at the call of Jesus to the fishermen. It's to love God and neighbor. And wherever you look in the scriptures, you're going to hear that. If this were the character of our society, it would be different. It would be transformed. But that's up to us. So being called by God is a calling to love God and neighbor. And really the call is to call, to call others who will call and teach our neighbors to love God and neighbor it's, in fact, the mission of the United Methodist Church to transform the world by making disciples of Jesus Christ. Wesley would say that our purpose is to live a, a sanctified life and to, to create a righteous society. Righteous means living according to God's justice in which everyone is loved. For Wesley, the founder of Methodism, that, that meant a personal discipline of worship, sacraments, scripture study, acts of piety like fasting, prayer, and, and Christian conferences. 
uh, acts of mercy like caring for the poor and the incarcerated, acts of devotion like worship, and acts of justice, which for him included fighting against slavery as early as the mid-18th century, a hundred years before we, we passed that amendment here. Well, rules, rules for personal and social behavior, according to Wesley, were to, one, do no harm, two, do good, and three, stay in love with God. You remember those? They're not difficult. What's the first one? Do no harm. Do good. Stay in love with God. We'll do it a third time so you get it. Do no harm. Do good. Stay in love with God. Imagine how carefully we would have to discipline ourselves if we use these standards in our lives. Thinking carefully, I suppose there's very little I do that doesn't do harm to the environment. For example, I had strawberries in my smoothie this morning. Where do strawberries come from? I checked. My strawberries came from Florida. Well, imagine how much oil was used to bring my, the strawberries from Florida to my smoothie. Uh, well, you and I could have some wide-ranging discussions about who is hurt by the actions that we take. As much as I have worked to do good in my life, sometimes the results don't match my intentions. Actions, methods need to be refined. Maybe the same is true for you. This is why Wesley organized everyone into classes and bands where this conversation he called accountability could take place in the context of the scriptures. Now, finally, it's not by our ability that righteousness is lived and organized. It's only by the, by the ingrained image of God within us. And scriptures, uh, in one, one translation says, that image of God is so ingrained in us it becomes our DNA. It's our DNA to love. Uh, made in the image of God. In the, in the grace of Jesus Christ, the work of the Holy Spirit within and among us that makes this even possible, even possible to, to contemplate. But that's the journey of sanctifying grace. And the work of the church. Well, I'd like to tell you of the work of the Holy Spirit that I have experienced in this church in the six and a half months I've been here. I've seen adult professionals explore the vocation of Christian ministry. Fourteen people of this church completed the basic course for lay servant ministry and ten are taking an advanced class. And I don't know if you, the, the, the tech booth has, has a an image there. Our staff parish relations team has volunteered, now you see it, to be our nominations and leadership development committee where there was a vacuum and they named these three people uh, to be the lay leaders for the church. The, these, uh, do, you, do you know them? Anybody tell me who the guy in the middle is? Yeah, come on. Is he here, by the way? There you are. That's Jeff McClellan. 
And, and he's been, how long have you been part of this church? 1990. That's 30 years. 33 years now. It, 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 Jeff, it, and, and we decided that we should have a, a, a variety of people uh, as, as a team of lay leaders. Uh, Jeff, your wife is in the choir, right? Not today. We're, <laughs> did you keep her at home? She's building a boat. Oh. <laughs> oh. You see, and, and Jeff, I, th I think he's not smoking a cigar. I think he's sucking on his glasses there in that picture. But doesn't, doesn't he look just, just dapper? I, my. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and then over here, Mrs. Justice. Uh, Justice is the work of Christ. She's in Florida right now, but uh, that's why we've got three of them maybe. Uh, but, but Beth uh, Grobel. Uh, you'll see her when she's in town. You'll see her either on the street or on the sidewalk uh, or on the, you know, not, uh, on the stairway in the narthex welcoming people, making sure they're, 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 they feel welcome here. And she gets their names. She talks to new folks. And, and uh, whether it's on Sunday morning or Wednesday night live, she is always welcoming people to make sure that everyone uh, feels that this place is a good place for them to be. And then, and then the one, if, you, if, if she would open up her jacket, you'd see, you'd see that she is a hockey coach for her daughter's two teams. Uh, and she's, I, she's probably out. She's not here today, is she? I think she's out uh, coaching hockey because her, her girls' teams, um, uh, Whitefish Bay, right? Okay, okay. Uh, they're, they're in state tournaments now. So that's Jenny Fisher. And you may be here because that she sent, a, uh, uh, sent you a message, a text message or an email, or, or maybe you saw her Facebook post. These are people who will guide our church. Uh, they, will be, uh, they will meet with the pastor uh, every month uh, to, to discuss the vision and direction of the church. And um, if, you, if you know one of them, um, then, then grab a hold of them. But they are, they are your lay leaders, uh, and, and they, will be, uh, they will represent you in discussions of, of, of the future of the church. Now, there's another photo that we've got of two uh, members uh, who, of, of the annual conference. They will come from this church. Uh, you know Kathy Schluter. Uh, she has been uh, head of the, uh, the ALB, the leadership board, for oh, seven years. And uh, she is now off of that because Brady Henderson, is he here? Oh, here he is. He has decided uh, he will take the, take the job as chair of the leadership board and uh, relieving Kathy of that responsibility. But uh, she and Tony Mortolaro... Uh, will be uh, members of the annual conference from this church. And they were chosen because they are active in the church. You know, Tony, Tony is always here and, uh, on, on Saturday night service and, and most often here uh, during the day. Sometimes they're in Sunday school. But, uh, but uh, Tony and, and Sue Stanley, his wife, that you know very well probably, uh, 
uh, have been active in this church a long time, those two people, because they know the issues that, that the church is dealing with, um, will represent this church uh, well and, and report to you about what is going on. They, um, they are... They are your, they are your representation. They are, they are decision. They are people who made decisions, of, 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 of involving their lives, their commitment to the church, uh, just in the time that I've been here. But I've also seen people dedicate themselves to leadership on the board, like like Brady, uh, our new board chair, and um, and uh, Lori Ashbacher, who is now board secretary, and Nancy Anderson, who is now treasurer, and Tom Van Cleve is a new member of the board and has agreed to serve as, as a vice chair of the trustee team. And you saw with me uh, 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 Gregory come forward to be baptized. In the nine o'clock service, it was Jody who came forward to be baptized, also from the praise team. And a third uh, expressed the same desire at a choir party uh, recently to be baptized. And we'll do that soon. Following the 1030 service today, we will meet with people who are interested in joining this church. Now, seven have already expressed an interest in doing so. And if you are here or if you're online and you would like to, to come, uh, we will meet uh, shortly after the service to discuss what it means to be part of a church and what it means to be, in specific, being part of this church and its mission. But beyond these leaders, I see growing numbers uh, in, in worship. I see an active children's choir that's the envy of most churches. In so many ways, this church is growing in spirit and knowledge and service. What I see in these people is not a decision to add to their status or network, which is often a criticism of the church in the 60s when I was growing up, but a commitment to serve the church of Jesus Christ so that it can carry on its mission of making disciples of Jesus Christ who, care, who love God and care for each other and serve in the world. So now you know these people, but they didn't, they didn't come to serve in emptiness in a church that had no history. I know the leadership of this church has been dedicated and spiritually grounded for generations. There, there are people here who have made their covenant with Christ many decades ago and still serve, mentoring the next generation. Just to name two of the many, Dick Steinmetz, who organized the, the mighty mission at home yesterday. Bill Christ, who, who comes, continues to pray for, for his next generation, but for our next generation, attends a Wednesday night class just to be there, not because he is looking as a new way to, to, be a, to be a leader for the church, but to pray for those who are making that decision. Well, changes are taking place around us, causing us to be innovative, in our witness, new methods, new technologies. Be prayerful about the call of God in your life. Maybe there are opportunities that you have to add spirit to your fellowship or an invitation to your friendship 
a witness to your vocation and parenting and grace and forgiveness to your relationships, intentionality to your membership in the church of Jesus Christ. These days we're looking for, because I get calls every week, people who would like a ride to church. You know, the difficulties we have with a church that is landlocked and no parking lot. We've got to figure this out. People who don't have transportation of their own to, to, to come to church, we need to figure this out because they want to be here. It would be wonderful if, if we had someone just looking at our transportation needs and, and solutions to that. We, we have so many different mission programs that I, I, I fear there, there is no rationality to them. And I, I wonder sometimes if, if, we, if we brought rationality to our mission if, if, if our church could make more of a difference in people's lives. Uh, we have a, an, a new communication and marketing team to, to get the word out about this church. There's so many ways that, that people using their, their skills in this church is skilled. So many ways that an hour here or there in a week could make a difference. Well, I, I declared uh, last night at, uh, that this was, uh, this was the week of God's call. So it, it, I, I have felt the call to God so often in my life. I'd like to share that with you. And how many of you have had the call of God, felt, felt a nudge? of Christ. Yeah, look at that. It, it's, filled, it's filling. It's life filling. It gives you a sense of a, a purpose that is related to all of life, all eternal life. And, and, and care for the whole world. It is limitless. Well, I pray that that you will you'll be open to being called again, and that you you'll have the courage to say yes, because that's who we are. This is my prayer for the church. Amen.